This is episode number 549 featuring dance teacher Webb choreographing for dancers with limited technique. It's March 3rd, 2022, and we have a teacher tip Thursday here for you. Let's dance on into our blog written by Jessica Rizzo Stafford. It's always inspirational as choreographers to walk into rehearsal and feel confident. You have dancers who are both technically and artistically mature enough to handle the material you are about to give them. What excites us more is having those abled bodies execute our vision as we see it and are limitless to the complexity of the movement we can give them. On the flip side, as teachers and choreographers, we are also presented with dancers at times who are not as technically advanced, who are beginners or are at the studio for recreational purposes only. Yet each dancer still deserves the same experience of having a dance set on them they feel good about performing and look forward to. Sometimes thinking in basic terms, is harder for us than more complicated ones. We are artists as well, and when we have movement and ideas, our own bodies can do. Going back to more simplistic phrases in music can be even more challenging for us. So how do we do it? Below are some of my tips for setting a fun, well-received, and professional-looking piece for dancers with beginner or limited technique. Have fun with your music especially with younger or beginner dancers. Choose music that will inspire them, keep them moving, and resonate with them and an audience. The music selection can often be a hit or miss, so this is a great place to start. Choose music that inspires you as well. This will make it easier for you to come up with the phrases and variations you want to set. Simple movement doesn't have to be boring. Remember that just because you have beginner dancers doesn't mean you still need to add every trick and turn in the book. Choose movement that is going to showcase what they can do now, not what they can't do yet. Clean single turns are always more impressive than incorporating turns in second with bent legs and sickled feet where they are turning on their heels. Keep extensions at 45 degrees or 90. Choose jumps that they execute well and keep transition steps clean and clear. Think of stylized movement as well, which fits the number. Can you incorporate a Charleston step, the twist, a grapevine, a jive slash lindy hop step, etc.? Keep it exciting and keep them moving. While the actual choreography may be on the simpler side, your formation changes don't have to be. They should be constant and interesting. Try using different pathways and intricate changes in formations and groupings. Try multiple exits and entrances coming from each side of the stage. Try small groups and larger groups, solos, duets, and trios within a large group number. Props. Incorporating a prop is always an excellent way to draw the eye to something visually stimulating and detract from the flaws you'd like to hide. One idea, beautiful silk scarves or ribbons are an excellent way to enhance a lyrical dance with less technical dancers and can really be a beautiful array of color and movement for the eye from the audience vantage point. Work on performance quality. While you may not have the most technically advanced dancers, you may have amazing performers and little actors in your group. Play that up. 
I would always rather see a dancer with less technique who wowed the crowd with their personality, storytelling, and charisma versus a dancer who could pull out five pirouettes in their sleep but are a bore to watch on stage. There is something to be said for the performance aspect of technique, so don't discount that. Make sure your dancers are understanding what they are dancing about and try to get them to tap into the emotional component of reaching the audience. With the right music that fits their personality and movement which makes them look their best, you will, without a doubt, have a piece that audiences will remember and love. Good luck. See you in the dance studio. Jess. Thanks so much to Jessica Rizzo Stafford of danceteacherweb.com. For more on Jess or Dance Teacher Web, make sure you check out our show notes below. DTW is hosting a summer dance teacher expo and they have early bird specials up until March, which is this month. So if that's something you're interested in being around like-minded individuals, leaders and creators and owners just like you, I definitely dance on in and take advantage of those rates. Now back to our teacher tip Thursday. I loved all of Jess's tips that she shared with us today, and while they were mainly from the stance of choreography, they also are super applicable to lesson planning and things that will work well in the classroom to just spice it up, keep the dancers excited and engaged, and also for you as their teacher, that you have those moments where you cock your head to the side and you say, oh as you watch your little ones truly soar and maybe take a simple movement, but you see their personality shine through it. A big thing I say often in critiques when I judge either studio competitions or even dance team competitions is sometimes our simplest moments speak the loudest volumes. Sometimes I know it's hard whenever we're choreographers and we've been honing in and working on the piece for so long. And even like Jess said too, that our vocabulary and movement range may be different than the people we're setting movement on. It can feel all too easy to just want to jam pack all this movement and intense and advanced quality within the piece. And As audience members, sometimes not only is that really in your face and overwhelming, but for the students who might not have the technical backing, it's also unsafe for them. It seriously hurts my heart when I see dancers who have no business doing turns in Ala Sagon, doing turns on stage, and then fall. Not only am I worried about their health and safety, but then I can just see the defeat sometimes when they walk off stage or the embarrassment. Now, I know they'll eventually dust themselves off and stand taller because that's what we do as dancers. But as a leader and a choreographer, I just know those moments could be avoided. That said, for our teacher tip Thursday today, I challenge us to take Jess's tip of simple movement doesn't have to be boring. How can we take the most basic steps, the most basic exercises, and really engage our kids, whether it be with a prop, whether it be with a story that's involved? I wish you all the best as you do your lesson planning or choreographing. And as always, happy dancing. Thanks for listening today and tune back in tomorrow for more short and sweet dance tips. If you're looking for a deeper dive, check out the bonus episodes released the first of every month where I interview those in our field who keep our industry moving and grooving. 
If you're looking for a little extra direction with Dancing Towards Your Dance Dreams, head to our website where you can find your free goals planner or daily challenge tracker. If you like or don't like what you're hearing, please dance those fingers across your keyboard and give DTD a rating or review so we know how to best serve you. Until tomorrow, happy dancing.